Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, September 9th. Stocks are trading in the red in all major markets, so U.S. equity futures are trading lower. S&P is down about 14 points. That's about 30 basis points. The Dow and Nasdaq are both off about 30 basis points, so that's about 100 Dow points, and that's about 45 Nasdaq points. So down 30 basis points across the board in the U.S. The major European indices are doing a bit worse, trading down about 55 to 65 basis points. You're seeing underperformance in Europe in travel leisure stocks, financials, banks, insurers, along with some of the industrials, including basic resources, the major mining names. You're seeing mild outperformance in real estate staples and healthcare. In Asia, you saw selling essentially across the board. There was mild outperformance in mainland China and Taiwan. Hong Kong was hit hard. The Hang Seng was off over 2%. The Chinese tech stocks were hit especially hard. Tencent, Alibaba, et cetera, all suffered very steep declines. Um, so as far as the major incremental news for this morning, a lot of it is negative. So Fed commentary, you had Dallas Fed President Kaplan overnight echoing what Bullard and Williams both said Wednesday during trading, essentially that their views on the world have not changed pretty much at all, despite the jobs report on Friday. They still are very much um, planning on advocating for a taper later this year. Obviously, um, you know they, they added the caveats about watching growth, et cetera, um, but it does not seem that the Fed's view on things has really shifted. So I think investors still should be anticipating a taper um, you know, again, I'm still assuming December. Um, so that's one negative. The other one, China inflation. So the PPI overnight for August spiked. Um, the CPI did come in below expectations, but the PPI is getting a lot of attention. Um, nine plus nine point five percent in the month. So suggesting that China still is grappling with some price problems, um, and also suggesting that the Chinese officials have less flexibility in terms of easing policy to help stabilize growth than the market, um, you know, thought at least 24 hours ago. And then China regulatory action. So, you know, Chinese tech stocks have been trading very well for the last couple of weeks. Again, they were hit very hard overnight. Um, China announced a slew of measures aimed at the gaming industry, according to the um, South China Morning Post just a couple of hours ago. China is suspending approval for all new games. Um, and suggests that that uh, suspension could be in place for a while. Um, so that was the catalyst for the China selling. Um, just taking a step back, you know, I think the question people should be asking isn't why stocks are down. It's more why stocks have been trading as well as they have been. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not advocating for a steep pullback at all, but there are just a slew of macro negatives that equities are, are encountering, including poor seasonals in the month of September, a, a mountain of supply that hits the market in terms of IPOs and secondaries. You do have central bank policy at a pretty sharp inflection point. Again, on uh, an absolute basis, the withdrawal is occurring very slowly and policy will stay very accommodated, but you are seeing an inflection point for the first time in nearly two years where central banks are beginning to dial back the pandemic era accommodation. So Fed, ECB, et cetera, you do have the ECB coming out in a couple of hours. Um, you know, again, I don't think the ECB will probably ever stop buying bonds. You have the, you know, you have the PEP program that will be tapered, but then you have the APP program that predated the pandemic. Um, I don't, I don't anticipate that ending for years and years down the road. So ECB will always be a, a, uh, a player in the market buying bonds, but um, again, directionally, they they are kind of walking down the road of tapering as well. And I think that's a message the guard will send when she speaks in a couple of hours. You have in Washington, um, 
you know, you do have the risk of tax hikes. The Democrats aren't going to get anywhere near this three and a half trillion um, bonanza that some are, are advocating for. You have moderates in the party that are going to be pushing back. However, even something that's worth a trillion dollars um, still means that you are going to be able to see um, at least some tax hikes get through, especially on the corporate front where there does seem to be enough political census um, to move the corporate rate up from about 21%, probably to 24, 25%. Um, You've had a ton of profit warnings out from industrial companies in the last three days, all of them citing supply chain factors. Um, you know, I think investors are trying to spin it positively as you know, noting that end market demand is still very strong and the supply chain issues are temporary. Um, that is true, but you are going to have to see street numbers come down at least for Q3, if not Q4, just to um, you know, account for those setbacks on the supply chain. Um, so all those factors, and you know, there are some more as well, are, are all kind of weighing on equities. And the fact that futures are only down 30 basis points, I think, is pretty impressive. Um, so that the, that's kind of the macro backdrop for this morning. On the more micro level out um, in the U.S. last night, a bunch of earnings. Lululemon, very strong. That stock was up about 10%. Um, beat and raised in the quarter. Restoration Hardware um, also had a beat and raised quarter. However, the upside wasn't as large as it seemed. They have a, they had a very low tax rate in the quarter. And then I think some of the supply chain commentary from Restoration Hardware was very interesting. They have a lot of exposure to Vietnam, a lot of the countries in Asia that have been impacted by COVID. Um, so it gave a lot of kind of granular detail about how it's managing through those um, those difficulties. Sam Adams had another horrible update on the hard seltzer market, which appears to be collapsing. Um, remember, they had a very poor Q2 report that came out last night slash guidance again. So that stock um, was getting hit very much. EasyJet in the UK is probably the weakest stock in Europe. They apparently rejected a takeout bid from Wizz Air and they announced a capital raise instead this morning. Um, so that stock is getting hit very hard and a lot of the travel names in general are, are for sale um, are for sale in Europe as well. A bunch of other items to note, but those are kind of the main highlights. Um, for the calendar today, so the ECB is probably going to be the big highlight, 7.45 press release, 8.30 press conference. You have a bunch more Fed speakers um, that will be on the tape. Uh, earnings aren't too busy. Affirm um, and Zscaler are tonight after the close. You have a lot of analyst meetings, um, including um, uh, Synchrony and, uh, and Teradata. More company pre presentations at sell site conferences. And then Biden will be making a COVID speech tonight around 5 o'clock. Um, I don't think that will be terribly incremental as far as the market is concerned. Um, while he speaks at 5 p.m., I suspect a lot of the details of that speech will be out in the press beforehand. So again, I don't think that'll be a huge catalyst for the market. That is everything for today. Um, I did have the survey is still open. Uh, so I have a link to it in the piece again this morning. If, if uh, all of you could please um, participate, I'll be sending around the results probably later today or early tomorrow. Um, and then the latest bull versus bear piece also I had out Tuesday night. That's uh, a link to that is in the piece as well. So that is everything for today, Thursday, September 9th. Thank you for listening.